You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another uh, episode of XOXO After Dark Cast. I'm here in the studio with Kate and Abby, and I'm Lauren. And we're going to be talking about old movies. I think love like the movies, if you will. (laughs) Um, And we're going to be speaking with New York Times bestselling author Mariah Stewart as our guest today. Um, But before we get to all that exciting stuff, uh, make sure you go to XOXOAfterDark.com and check out all our great articles, specials, free reads. Abby? I'm going to throw you all for a loop this time and not send you to (gasps) XOXOAfterDark.com, although you should, of course, be going there. We're going to go to YouTube. Mm. And guess what? XOXOAfterDark has its very own YouTube channel chock full of videos. Um, And... uh, Please look for our series, XOXO Recommends, because we have all sorts of themes. And in each one, quick little bites, we recommend three books that we love under various things. As the, t- the time of our recording, actually, our um, Irish romances video just went up because today is St. Patrick's Day. Of course, by the time you're listening, there will be new ones. A new one goes up every Friday. So go check us out on our very latest attempt at world domination. Also, Abby and I are wearing green and yes. Lauren isn't, so I think we get to pinch you. <laughs> you may, but I rebel against green. Um, for those of you listeners, uh, well, for those of you listeners who don't know, um, our offices are on 48th and uh, between 5th and 6th, and the St. Patrick's Day Parade comes by our offices every year. And I will be 21 years in June at these offices, and every year they get louder, more drunk, and more annoying. It's not an exaggeration to say that it is a shit show. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even kidding. I went out to get lunch at 11:30 a.m. and there were just to avoid it, drunk and we did not children. avoid it. Children. Children. Yeah. In yeah. face paint, rude. I got pushed. Oh. I don't even know why I ventured out. I like yeah. I forgot where They're I was. Children and what from was New happening. Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Well, children from Long Island <laughs> uh, is the worst. Yeah. Uh, so because I am an Irishman. <laughs> Sorry, from Long Diana. Island. No, I'm an Irishman from Long Island, uh, so I can actually fair. say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just wrong. It's wrong. And I actually have really grown to dislike St. Patrick's Day and rebel against it. Hence, no green. So, yeah, God forbid you get mistaken for one, for one. of the parade Exactly. Because right. I'm legit. I'm a McKenna. I mean, yes. come on. Yes. No. She wears her green on the inside. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> well said. <laughs> but right. we're still going to pinch you. Exactly. So, St. Patty's Day. Um, I, I think I do the video for St. Patty's Day. So, yes. you will... Uh, Get a little sneak peek. Yeah, if you've um, always wondered what Lauren looks like, now you'll there know. There you go. Um, and all right, let's jump right in. Old movies, guys. I love old movies. You know, I used to, when my one, both my grandmothers were alive, um, yeah. they loved, I used to love watching yeah. old movies with them. On it TCM, was really did you watch them on Turner Classic Movies? <gasps> yes, of course. Didn't that guy just die? Yes, he did. Robert, did Robert something? No, no, Robert, no. The, host, the host, Robert O something. I Osborne. That. Yeah, that sounds right. Robert Osborne. He was he was really calm. A Turner Classic Movies host mm. and was a big fixture in the New York sort of I Broadway know, scene oh, as well. Oh, you know apparently. what it is? TBS is what we used to watch uh, on, which is different Turner. from TCM. Yeah, that's different. This is cable. TBS is Turner Broadcasting, and because I'm from the South, that's out of Atlanta. Ted oh, Turner. Uh-huh. He married Jane Fonda. Yeah, oh, once upon wow. a time. I know. Yeah. He was a huge, huge, huge mega billionaire thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he had this channel, and we used they to ran watch classics. Yeah, they used to mm-hmm. do a lot of classics. I liked Turner Classic Movies because they didn't have commercials. So oh. you could sit and watch, and it wasn't very commercial y. Yeah. You didn't have to sit mm-hmm. for three hours. You could just watch right. the movie. Right. A, t- a two hour movie didn't take three and a half hours exactly. to get yeah. there. And they did, or, they, and or they didn't cut it down to make room for commercials. Yeah. Sometimes when you watch movies on Oh TV, my God, I forgot bad. that they, I used to watch commercials because you had no right. choice. You had no right. choice. There was exactly. no streaming. <laughs> but I hate when it's one you love and then a favorite scene or line is missing because yes. they trimmed it and you're yeah. like, but the. This but, this no. is not an old movie or classic movie in the way we're talking about. But I was w- watching Pretty Woman again the other day. And oh, my, that's great! It's my close favorite to classic. It, actually, that's sadly true now. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of it. I usually only have to watch up to the shopping montage, and then oh, that's all I need. Yeah. Really. Oh, that's all you um, need. And they cut 
a big chunk out of, of the, the shopping, shopping montage. montage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, someone does not understand what this movie is for. Um, um, actually, one scene upsetting. beyond yeah. the shopping montage is when she gets dressed for the first time. And that's goes, true. Boom. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> microphones. <laughs> yes. That's good, too. They're doing the thing that with, was an the, with the necklace. Yes, when they, yes. they he snaps the, opera. the necklace case and she's on like, her fingers. Oh, and he's like, Badoo. Yeah, um, <laughs> but we wait. forgot this was not a visual medium exactly. for me. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> so wait a minute, I want to go back. You watched with Grandma or didn't? I watched mainly by myself. My grandma exposed me to. I remember vividly watching Gone with the Wind for the first time. With my her mother when I was, was eleven. Gone. Yeah, um, but I am a big when I was because I'm a dork, a child dork. Yeah, and uh, I loved the old Sabrina. I used to watch that when <laughs> I was homesick. It's so much better than the new, the well, new Sabrina. Oh, you know what it is? I'd never seen the old Sabrina, and I saw the new oh, Sabrina, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is ter- horrific." And, and I think my it reverse ruins the old Sabrina. Oh, I think it, does. it does. It reaches back. I'm afraid back. it does. Oh no. No, I mean it doesn't change anything. But unfortunately, I have no desire to see Sabrina. The new Sabrina. Is Seeing it new horrific. calls up all of the kind of questionable I hate the class and age and stuff. No, and the then I feel like it reflects one badly. At is the, there are when I watched it as an adult, I realized the age gap between Audrey Hepburn and, and Humphrey Bogart, and it is a little sketch. But I actually think it's really interesting because it's very class aware. It's a servant. It's an upstairs yes. downstairs. Yes. story um, and I really loved it because Audrey Hepburn it's my favorite Audrey mm-hmm. Hepburn role because she's gorgeous She's and she's so such an ingenue in that she's so kind of fresh and unsullied and so you came to these all by yourself yeah actually my parents don't love old movies and so this was just a thing that I did so you I used to watch you are such an interesting such little a nerd. like I love girl. Philadelphia story Oh, that's the one that Catherine Hepburn. That's the movie that that got me to watch black and white movies. Oh, because I was not an old movie buff either, and it was, I was like, nah, I don't watch things in black and white, and I was like, whatever. Uh, And it wasn't until graduate school, (laughs) and for some reason, I was like, but wait, Catherine Hepburn is awesome. Let me see what's this. Catherine Hepburn is an icon. And I rented Philadelphia Story from the Blockbuster. Blockbuster kids was a store. Blockbuster. (laughs) And what I rented from the Blockbuster was a videotape. Exactly. Two reels. (laughs) Exactly. It was a series of slides. I've never seen it. And I don't know that I've ever seen Catherine Hepburn in a movie. Oh, whoa. I know. It's painful. All right. We have to end the podcast and go watch a movie. Well, you know, it's funny from saying that. What was your favorite? Philadelphia Story? Yeah. Philadelphia Story is still my. it's, It's her, Cary Grant, Jimmy Stewart. Oh, and, I hate Jimmy um, Stewart. Oh, what? I know. I'm the only person I in the ha- world. Well, and oh. I hate It's a Wonderful Life. I hate it. Yeah, hate it. What? Yeah. Hate it. You guys are all monsters. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I hate, hate that it. because I feel like Jimmy Stewart let everyone else ruin his life. But that's um, true. That's a larger conversation. And questions here, of responsibility are important questions. Yes. Some people have to stay behind. I know. Not everyone can go fight in the war and be a war hero. It doesn't have to be the same person every time for 40 years. Yeah. Not for 40 years. It was like 10 years. Yeah. His life was ruined. Anywho. Um, But I Philadelphia story. It's it's very like, I love the story behind it. Like Catherine Hepburn is amazing. I love her. Feminist in a certain way. And she, it is. I mean, it's it's got She's a very strong female character for the time. And Catherine Hepburn optioned this and made it, she revived her own career with that movie. Oh my God. Because she did the play. Yes. And then she she made the movie happen because she was box office poison. Because when she started, some of her things had Flopped. Mm-hmm. They'd flopped and no one would touch her. And she was like, Well, then I'm going to do this. So she was like the and original Cary YouTuber. Grant is so <laughs> yes. handsome. Oh, Cary yes. Grant's hot. Yeah. No, and there's so, no and he's delicious in this movie. It's just. And it's. The high, two of them, I prefer Hepburn and Grant to Hepburn and. Um, yes, Tracy. I do too. I oh, mean, I, I. Grant over Tracy, obviously. Yeah. Well, he's not as cute, but. But, you know, when we say, oh, no, we have to go back to old, old school, because there are old school movies for me, which are. My mother gave me Wizard of Oz. My oh, mother gave me Sound Wizard of Music, of which oh. is not technically that I would count old. that as musical and Gone with the Wind. Classic. Right. No, but I count that as Sunday night Disney. True, you know, the Disney like but it's, but it's classic. But it's no, wonderful. My mother gave me Sound of Music, mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz, and Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. My grandmother on the Irish side, which is why it's so perfect that we're doing this today, my first black and white movie, which isn't technically black and white. For only half was Brigadoon. Oh, Brigadoon starts in black and white, right? Just like Wizard of Oz, and then then where they pop through to Brigadoon, I can't do the Irish accent. (laughs) Please don't. Where's Trish when I need her? Um, When they pop through to Brigadoon, it goes into color. Um, Yes, similar to Wizard of Oz. Um, But my other grandmother, my Italian grandmother, gave me Gigi. 
Um, she gave me with I don't Leslie Caron. Gigi with Leslie Caron. I oh, don't it's a, oh my god, I loved it. I would way rather watch an American in Paris with Leslie Caron. Interesting. I liked but it. But I love um, Gene Kelly so so much. That's what I was going to say. On the town. Oh, is my favorite. My favorite. Oh, uh, my, my favorite. 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 Next time. Next time. Oh. They, it was on Broadway about Shannon three years went. ago, and I none of my friends wanted to go with me. I should have known. I would uh, please. I watch it probably twice a year. Do you? Yeah, I have the DVD. Oh and my I god, it I love it. I love that <laughs> so much. It's so great. But that's like my. I mean, of course, I've seen other older movies, but those are my 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 core. You know. That's yeah. So funny. My family was not sort of an old movie. I would say if there were movies that my parents gave me, um, it was like. The musical of Jesus Christ Superstar and oh. Hair and like oh. I have the record like the seventies Rebel <laughs> yeah I had the records too and because I, I loved I had we, we had a lot of musical scores that way that was also the sum total of my religious education was <laughs> Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dreamcoat J C Superstar and Godspell I love you so, so. much for that <laughs> I truly truly do okay. Mom was like yeah this is what well, we're getting so my mom hates musicals hates. Like, which is the even, dumbest thing in yeah. the entire world. She's like, this does not make sense. Which why is why you hate this? singing and fun. Well, no, I no. love musicals on stage or in screen. I love singing. <laughs> not when you guys just do it at that podcast. It makes me uncomfortable. Which is why we're gonna Please fix you die. someday. <laughs> I know. I'm I like, what like, number are we starting? Exactly. I was like, I'm trying. I know. I'm like, well, Mac makes everything up now. Aww. So everything is just make it. We're at Stingray City. Like, everything <laughs> is just making up songs but anyhow um so my i would always watch these on tv and my mom would basically openly mock me she'd be like this is you're 12 shouldn't you be trying to subvert convention in some way and i'd be like no it's seven brides for seven brothers mom this is i didn't like that one oh, oh. Never, i didn't like I that, one. that one i love that one there's only one there's one song that i fast forward through every time but i probably rent that off of amazon prime like once a year. Oh my God, I love you. Um, what else? What else? What, uh, Meet Me in St. Louis, I didn't see until I was in college, but now it's one of my all time favorites. Um, I was really into basically all the Audrey Hepburn, yeah. like all the classics, but really, Sabrina. Breakfast at Tiffany's is good. I don't love Breakfast at Tiffany's. Well, she's a it's hooker. It's a sad story. Mm. She's and a now hooker. when I watch it, the Mickey Rooney part is just so it's racist. So, yeah, you I, just have to kind of fast yeah. forward through that. So I, I don't I, enjoy it. You know, it. it is, it's not about the movie for me. Audrey Hepburn dress. is so <laughs> right. physically pleasing to the eye mm-hmm. that I just can't stop watching she's her. Yeah. yeah, she's like one of those people you just can't stop oh, watching. Yeah. And then we have to talk about Casablanca. Yeah, don't tell me you guys don't like Casablanca. I never I, made it all. The I way just through. don't feel what I've watched it, but I don't, to be honest, feel strongly about it. I prefer to have and have not. Okay, that's fine. I like me Bogey and Bacall better than Bogey Bergman. Okay, I prefer Bogey and Bacall. I feel like. I feel like <laughs> Kate guys, is doing the flames on the side of her face kind exactly. of right now. She's like, I feel hot. <laughs> I not, feel hot. She's like, I thought I knew you. I'm not sure that you guys can be allowed to continue editing books. No, <laughs> you know what it is? I kind of love you for that <gasps> statement. Words. Let me let me make a caveat right now. Okay. Because this is what always gets me into trouble. And when uh, my husband forces me to backpedal. Oh, you hate an unhappy ending. 100%. You love it. But there are two caveats I'm going to make. A, unhappy ending. Mm. Not good for me. Right. I can take them, but I don't like no hope. I don't like no hope. But when they sing the French national anthem. Who gives a shit? We did win the war eventually. I don't give a shit. No, no. Uh, But is it because it's really not a love story? No. Yeah. B, I honestly get these preconceived notions of what I think they are Mm -hmm. and then never really see them. Uh, If you have three picks, I don't know that I've ever seen Casablanca all the way through. So I don't, I'm just saying, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I like it or not, to be honest. And oh. I, it's like I had my education on the old yeah. black and whites and then never went forward with mm. it. We in should this, have a movie day. We will have a movie Woo-hoo. day. I'm in. Yeah. I wish we had been, I wish I wasn't in the Caribbean. We could have done it on the snow day. That would have been oh, good. That been good. <laughs> um, yes, XOXO Mystery Science Theater. First of all, I would love it. <laughs> but so what are your all time favorites? Like, what are the ones? Well, I want to see Philadelphia Story now. Well, yes. all time favorites are Philadelphia Story, Sabrina. And I know we are not doing Sabrina. On the town. Like, on the town. Do I we love. want to separate out musicals, though? Because I view musicals as a I think as you a need a sample. Thing. Give us a musical, a comedy, and a drama. 
Okay. Oh. Musical is my favorite is It can't be on the town. I already love it's it. It's on the town. What I already love it. How do you know it? I think Seven Brides or Seven Brothers. No, I favorite. saw the revival, but to be honest, I didn't really know <gasps> the movie. Then on the town's in. Okay, on the town the movie you have okay. to see. You have to see. It's like, classic Sinatra. Like I've seen pieces. Sinatra. You know. Oh wait, wait, wait. And Gene Kelly. Oh, Singing in the Rain's good. On the town's better. Never seen. On the I've, town's. I've seen on the town more. Which on the makes town's me think better. It's my favorite. It's because it has Sinatra and Kelly. And Kelly. You've got Can't the dancing, beat. you've got the singing. It's got sassy ladies. They're in uniform. They're in uniform. It's They're not, in not New York City. York City. It doesn't get better. It's it really, really doesn't. Um, okay, so that's a favorite musical. Favorite drama. Oh, Sound Ooh. of Music might be one of my own, but it, it, we don't have to put you through it. Probably. Uh, oh, wow. Well, it's Well, what tough. is Philadelphia's story That's considered? more of a comedy. It is more of a... It's kind of a... It's, 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 it's sort of a dramedy, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a comedy. It's kind of a dramedy. It is a, it's more comedy. That's the other thing. I'm like, I loved Pillow Talk, but mm. that's like I 60s. don't love Doris Day. I can't stand Doris Oh, my Doris God. Day. Rock Hudson was so deep. Well, I was never... I'm too young for, to ever know him as not like this sad closeted figure. Oh. Like, and, and when I think of him, I'm like, oh, how sad that he was. See that Pillow he, Talk and yeah. revive yourself. Because yeah. <laughs> he was fabulous. Right. Like, the only thing fabulous. I know of him was that he died of AIDS and it was yeah, such a yeah. sad outing and all these things. So he I had don't... a huge career before that. Yeah. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like, oh, he was right. classic. I know. It was sad. <laughs> um, and then, so I would say Philadelphia Story for comedy. And then and drama. And drama would probably be Casablanca. Oh, that's a good... I'm, like, very basic, but I do think that those are tried and true. I right. feel basic. I'm not, like, you know... I'm not, not deep great. cuts. Yeah. I'm not, like, uh, uh, I yeah. don't want you to watch... What's the movie? Uh, Citizen Kane? Mm. Citizen Kane mm. sucks. So funny, because I almost <laughs> went and did... Oh. Start doing yeah. our... I almost start started doing our, uh, whispering <laughs> Rosebud into the... I was like, right. Rosebud. Do you like that movie? No, I don't no, like Orson Welles. No one Wells. actually no. likes Orson Welles. I don't know. Does really. anybody like Well, he, apparently he's like the classic figure in theater. I had to sort of admire the whole like doors and doors and doors. Like sure. I'm like, oh, here, that's why it's exciting. But sure, yeah, no. Um, but I, the play. Have you been to um, San Simeon? No. If it's you don't, insane. <laughs> no, because you can go tour the yeah. house and you're like, oh my god, that's the pool. That's the thing. It's mm, crazy. That's cool. Um, it's a nice day trip if you're in California. If you don't like Jimmy Stewart, this will be less applicable to you. But for love stories, I love uh, Shop Around the Corner, Never which actually is what the remake of that is You've Got Mail. <laughs> but it's about bookstores. Oh, bad. No, it's about letters. I don't remember. I'm no, sure you've it's got letters. Mail is about bookstores. You've Got Mail is about bookstores. She's a shop. shop it's a corner. shop, but it's, it's a... not a bookshop, is it? Yeah. It is a bookshop. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, it's uh, it's a love story of missed connection. Yeah, I hate them. You don't like that? Missed connection. You're missing him the whole movie. But How they're friends annoying and, they and frustrating because no one can really own up their feelings and have a okay. conversation. Lauren's more about immediate gratification. Exactly. Well, <laughs> okay. What about so you like Wizard of Oz? I'm I'm more sixties pillow more 60s, talk. Yeah. I love anything Babs. Yours, was in. mine, and ours. Oh, I do love Funny Girl. I, Love, 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 love. All things Barbara Streisand. Um, I, I make no bones about it. Uh, I love Doris Day. I loved Rebel Without a Cause. I love Giant. I had a James Dean phase. Oh, did you like uh, Great Giant. Escape? I love Great Escape. Oh, is that with uh, Steve, Steve McQueen? McQueen? Yes. Oh, Tastiest Treat out there. Yes. That tastiest is a, treat. That whole movie is full of tasty treats. Love, love. <laughs> and fighting Nazis. Oh, I... I <laughs> Oh, exactly. And fighting could be better. Hashtag uh, resistance. Who needs, who needs Actually, Chris Evans when forget, you have I know, right? You just made me forget one of my favorites. And then there's like Love Story and the one where, with Ally McGraw. Oh, that is, Love yeah. Story. And then I love Brian's song. These are not, these are not old These are old. Brian's song. Oh, I loved is Heaven Can football? Wait with Warren Beatty when he wasn't his, like, ancient. Mm, yeah. Loved Heaven oh, Can Wait. Have, can we talk about A Streetcar Named Desire because young Marlon Brando <gasps> oh, could get it. I'm <laughs> able. Oh, and that's where I just went for, I forgot Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Cat um, on a Hot Tin Roof. Oh, no. What? I love Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Cleopatra. <laughs> you know, I've never seen Cleopatra. <gasps> By the way, Cleopatra's great. Ben-Hur's great. <gasps> Spartacus is great. Oh, you like the ancients. Well, yeah. you think about all the guys mm. who actually didn't go to a gym and still look good. Yeah. I found it fascinating. Yeah. They so, went to a real. gym. It was just a different I love Ben-Hur. I love the Ten Commandments. <laughs> like, I liked... That was my grandmother, what, like, when we Biblical. went... We went to mom's, mom's <laughs> grandma, to, the, yeah. the, the English and Irish side, mm -hmm. for Easter... And after Easter dinner, while the adults were talking about boring things, we would watch either Ben Hur or The Ten Commandments, whichever one, because they would show it every year. Yes, Charlton Heston, delicious. Um, 
Yeah, those are good stuffs. Uh, yeah. So what was your your favorite music? Favorite musical is a toss-up between On right. the Town and mm-hmm. Sound of Music, yeah. hands down. Yeah. I mean, I, I can sing rank, every song in Sound of Music. I wouldn't rank Sound of Music as highly. Let's do it now. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Abby, you it. have to weigh in on yours. Well, let's see. Gosh, musicals. Because I have huge holes, so there are a bunch of those okay. that you guys are talking well, about that thing, I haven't like, seen. I'm talking about things but, that didn't go way, way, way back, yeah, but right. I love them. I like Funny Girl. I'll take a Barbara. Yeah, I love me some Barbara. I love yeah. Barbara. So, let me think. Musical, maybe, like, movie musical like that from my youth is probably, probably is J.C. Superstar. Oh, I love I that. I love that crazy 70s. Oh, like, my God. I just rewatched The Wiz. It's insane. It's actually... I like The Wiz. I think it holds better up. Better than I thought. I think like, it does hold up, yeah. I think it was better the than the second time. The musicality of the, of yeah. the mm-hmm. stars It was, was crazy. Yeah. What about West Side Story? Um, Hated it. Didn't love it. Hated it. I mean... I enjoyed it, but yeah, it's, it's not. Hated it. It doesn't touch my Moving heart spaces. On. No, except for America, which I love. I will watch just that number. Yeah, I like America. Ugh. Yeah. Even that's corny. I, yeah, no, I don't think. Corny. You, you right. step off Rita Moreno. Uh, but I, will I love say, Rita Moreno. I, I'm going to say, I won't say Philadelphia Story because you already picked it. You so can pick it. My, I, will, I will say another, maybe lesser Catherine Hepburn, but I love it. Perhaps even, definitely, it's Holiday. Oh. Which I love more than bringing up baby, which I do not care I don't, for, I don't except for that crazy ass hat in the yeah, first round, which is fair. amazeballs. That's fair. Um, but holiday, I love. It's another Hepburn and Grant, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's the it's one of those where he's betrothed to the wrong sister mm-hmm. and kind of discovers his soulmate is the other one, and then it's like, how do they? Will they all figure out that they're with the wrong people and switch Aww. properly in time? It's like it's Midsummer Night's Dream. I hate it. No, you don't hate it. You're wrong. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's what it's what half of our romances are about. It's you know, the thing it's like where you're stuck. It. Like I said, right. jump to but a wrong conclusion. But the plot is the whole thing where you you know they come in with a fiance and mm-hmm. then they're like, but something doesn't feel quite right. right. And then they meet the soulmate. That's what this is. All right. It's not a like, oh, I misunderstood and thought you were someone else. It's yeah. the I th- I married the person that it seemed like I or I should, but oh no, you're the one. You're actually the one. That's the thing. All, All right. right, I'm in. So, it's going into that. movie day. Going to movie day. Um, and I feel like I really I don't watch a lot of sort of classic dramas that way, but I will say in the old actors who turned out to be tasty treats in their youth, um, mm-hmm. the one that turned me around, and it was when they re-released it for theaters, was Lawrence of Arabia. Oh. Peter Just O'Toole. Peter O'Toole. Ha effing low. Uh, like, <laughs> wow, Abby. <laughs> yes, First please. off, Summer I'll down. agree with you, but the problem is he's too slender for me. I will break him like a wheel. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he's so slender. Delightful. And he's an Arab robe the eyes. whole time. All you need is the tan the and the blonde and the blue eyes. He's hot. Oh Wait, my God. he's a white guy? Yeah. Yeah. That's in, the whole story of T.E. T. Lawrence. Is, that's the point. Oh, he yeah. is a white guy in And Omar Arabia. Sharif also. Omar young. Sharif was good. I hated him. What's the Russian? Uh Yul Brenner? Not it's um Doctor Zhivago. Doctor Oh, oh I love Doctor I've never Zhivago. seen Doctor Oh <laughs> Julie Christie, you wanna put a fork in your eye? I read that book. I can't stand her. I read that book like four times in college. Ugh. They made me read it in my Russian literature class and it was like Alright. Well I now along what about with Rebecca. This, I've never I don't, you never saw uh, Rebecca. I've read Rebecca, but Manderley. I don't know that I've seen Rebecca. The Manderley. Right. Lee? It's not, not Man Manderley. Yeah. Manderley, whatever. Um but I, the book is better, obviously, but the movie is not, not too bad. shabby. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Black and white. Not really bad. Good. good. If you're looking for a drama. Good. And you know what's not a bad, it's much not on the level of some of these great greats, but uh, Gaslight, which is, of course, a term I love oh, and use all the yeah, time. Oh, yeah, true. Young Angela Lansbury kind of sinister. Yes. I don't know Gaslight. Yeah, That's Gaslight's That's where the term comes one. from. All right. Because the husband is tricking her. By the way, I just came up with all the Goldie Hawn and Chevy Chase movies seems like a little times but Those that's a separate count. episode right. too new too, too new well come on it's not new but it's a separate episode I think Sorry. if both the leading actors are still alive that's a signal that it's too new oh to be a classic interesting decision well, you know what? I think we should put it to our guest. Yeah, I think so too. Which um, we actually must have held you all in suspense because we didn't tell anybody oh, who yeah. our guest was. <laughs> I Surprise! Did. Oh, when you I, did? I did when I introed oh, New York okay. Times bestselling author Mariah Stewart. Okay, great, excellent. And I'm going to get Marty on the phone right now. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast. 
All right. Welcome back. Um, we have New York Times bestselling author Mariah Stewart on the line. Hi, Marty. Hi, Lauren. Marty uh, has, I'm going to call her Marty. Sorry, guys. I work with Mariah Stewart. So it, forgive me when I continue to call her by her my nickname for her. Um, Mariah has, uh, is a New York Times bestseller of the Chesapeake Diary series. Her next book in that series is Chesapeake Bride, and it's out at the end of August. But what we're really going to be talking about today is her newest book that she and I worked on together that I'm so, so, so excited about, and it's called uh, Last Chance Matinee, and it's book one in a new series about sisters. It's the Hudson Sisters series, and I'm going to let Marty tell you a little bit about it, but it's it, it has an old movie element, hence the theme of our podcast today, so... Marty, why don't you tell us a little bit about Last Chance? Sure. Uh, it's a story of three sisters, two of whom were raised on the West Coast and one on the East Coast, and they knew nothing about each other. Their father had two families and never bothered to tell oh, uh, the others. It's the best oh, twist. No. <laughs> I'm telling when you. When he dies, yeah, when he dies... Um, he has he has set up provisions in his will that they, in order for them to inherit anything from him, um, money wise, the three of them have to live together and restore an old movie theater that had been in his family for a long time. Uh, so they have to go this set in the Poconos in Pennsylvania in the mountains, little town. Uh, so that they have to go there and they have to live there together and restore this theater. They're very different people. Even the very. two sisters who are raised together, uh, the older sister doesn't like the younger sister. Yep. Um, it's like my family. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just really fell in love with this whole concept because, you know, you always, you've heard about people who have separate lives and mm -hmm. other families, but, you know, I, Marty... I don't know what inspired, if you feel comfortable saying this, but what inspired you to write this? Well, I certainly feel comfortable saying it because I've written about it. My mother was in her 40s when she found out that her father had had another family in another state. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> it's so good. It, it is such a bizarre Thanks, story. It's, you know, truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah. My grandfather was in vaudeville. Mm-hmm. And he apparently took up with this woman named Gert, <laughs> had it. a son with him, whom he named after himself, which was Bill. Oh. Um, mm -hmm. And a few years later, Gert had another child. She had a daughter, and both Gert and the baby died. Oh. So my grandfather is stuck with this three-year-old, gives the three-year-old to his sister, his married sister, who is unable to have children. Mm -hmm. uh, she raises Bill as her own child, he never knew that he was adopted and that never. the man he Whoa. called Uncle Bill was his father. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And the way my mother found out about this was so bizarre. My mother, when Bill, the um, cousin half-brother, died, my mother sent a sympathy card to his widow uh -huh. who wrote back thanking her for the card and said, well, you know that Bill was was your half brother, right? <laughs> Whoa! Wow. So yeah, that's how she found out. Um, and before my great aunt died, she told um, her daughter-in-law the wow. true story of what happened. Now, wow. and then afterwards, we found out there was another daughter by another woman. Huh. He Whoa. was a rolling yeah, stone. My, <laughs> you have no wow. idea, because my grandfather married my, my grandmother was very straight-laced German. <laughs> <laughs> she was not a party girl at all, so I have never been able to figure out how those two hooked up. <laughs> but um, they're just so different. But Opposites she, attract. She, I he guess. Was, he was obviously very charming. Exactly. <laughs> and also, probably oh, handsome. Oh, he was. Oh. He was the devil. Well, uh, you know, I think most people... two in things here. One, uh, he also changed his name, so my mother oh. found out that her last name... Was her his last name was actually Brooks, oh. and not the name she was raised with. And this, I think, is the most mysterious part of the whole thing. And I should write something else on this someday. You will. My mother, when she died, left had a whole packet of you know old papers and photos, and mm -hmm. I'm going through them. And I found a poem that my grandfather wrote, and it was a very romantic 
poem, but it was referring to this woman's beautiful blue eyes. I'll never forget your beautiful blue eyes, or something to that effect. My grandmother had brown eyes. Oh, no! (laughs) So crazy! Is that insane? Insane. Well, that's amazing. That's my family. That's it's. You wonder where, where did where I get it come my from? Right. from? You had to be a novelist, obviously. Exactly. With a background like that. Well, it, when Marty first talked to me about it, I was like, "That Marty is traditionally." And this leads me to one of the questions I really wanted your listeners to hear, or our listeners to hear, is Marty's always worked in contemporary romance, suspense. She's done a lot of different genres, and I think. Obviously, this story and the genesis of this story really inspired her. It's more a, a women's fiction yeah. because it, the story centers around families and 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 sisters. Not me. <laughs> I was no, like, it's my phone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, do we have background music? It's now? grandpa. That's it's yeah. grandpa coming in from uh, <laughs> from you know where. Um, so the point is, I, I really felt like this was a real women's fiction story. It was broader in scope, and you know, how did it feel to to work in this different genre? Would you say, or is it that different at all? Uh, it was it was different, but you know, my my even my romances have always sort of walked the line between I agree women's fiction and um, rom- straight romance. Uh, so it wasn't all that different. Uh, the, the one thing that was different was trying to equalize um, the characters. Yes. Because they're very, very different, but they're all very important. And then, as you know, Lauren, there's two other characters, female characters, that come into the story who are also very important, even though they're uh, secondary characters. Mm-hmm. They're very important to the story. So that was a little bit different, trying to tell the story of these three women and, and still let one actually take the lead because it, it's mm-hmm. actually Kara's story. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, the, she's the first one who's uh, sort of taking the lead here. Um, Which one is she? Is she from the pair or is she the solo? She's, she's the solo. solo. She's the solo sister. She's the hippie daughter. <laughs> the hippie, her, yeah, her mother was a hippie. She was raised in a... Commune. Uh, well, I'm sorry? Commune. Yes, she was. <laughs> I know this story like the back of my hand. But you should. <laughs> I know, right? I love this, this book. Point. It's really, really I magical. Mean. But I agree with Marty. Well, I should let Marty say it. I can't stop myself. I'm so excited. <laughs> but right. she has a range of ages, um, <laughs> meaning there's a daughter, um, a teenage daughter. There's the three mm-hmm. sisters. And then there's an older aunt. And I think that really broadened the story as well. Again, not unlike her Chesapeake diary series because she has a continuing character who's older but I really found it interesting and, and, and challenging to have those different age ranges and seeing how all those women are interacting with each other. I love the interplay of a of um, female relationships. I'm a sucker for a sister book because my own sister relationship is a little bit fraught mm-hmm. but also I think that's so great when they're fraught too when, yeah and when adult women are in, you know, adult women with children are dealing with trying to parent their children, but then you deal with your own parents and you're right back to when you were oh, yes. a surly 13-year-old and and all that that struggle is so compelling. But what do you do when your father's gone and your mothers are gone and you have no closure? And I think mm-hmm. that's part of the journey that mm-hmm. Marty tells. Wouldn't well, you agree? That definitely is. And that, that actually has... Because this is a, this is a series, and all three women are looking for that closure, and they're all looking, uh, I guess, to define their family at this point. What, mm-hmm. what's, who is their family? Um, there are certain threads that stretch through all three books because they have to. Yeah, you, you, there are certain things that cannot be resolved in the first book because. then there's no story. <laughs> <laughs> true. Book two and book three. And Very I true. Each I wanted each women, each of the women, to have their own pedestal. Yeah, you know, so we could really get into their personalities a little bit better. And I, I saved the feisty one for last because <laughs> she needs the most growth. Oh, she <laughs> does. She's she's not a nice person. Oh, I love her. She's like my favorite. Oh, I love her too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by the time we got to the end of the book, and you and I, you know, Lauren, we had talked about these characters yeah. many times. Um. And her, her, she will grow as a character. She's just, she's a, a Los Angeles woman who is divorced, and she's got her brittle edges. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that you you see her really caring about is her daughter. Mm-hmm. The only thing. And 
um, somebody, um, oh, Robin Carr wrote the book, and she, when she got to the part where the daughter is introduced, she said, you really had me on that. She said, this, do- this girl, this 13, 14-year-old girl, is nothing like what I expected her to be. Hmm. Yeah. I thought she would be more like the mother, and she's... The opposite. She's just... She's probably one of the most delightful characters I've ever written. I she's agree. just um, open and happy. And, and joyful. Is what I wanted joyful. to say. Yeah, and she's she's got a curious mind, and she's very quick. Because um, you know what I think this is what I think is such a, so interesting about that character. Allie is very hard to everyone else in the world, but her love and her her real ability to be a wonderful mother is very true. So the fact that this it didn't surprise me at all that this girl would be wonderful because she's a great mom. But that's the only thing she's good at. She's nasty at <laughs> <Yeah>. everything else. <laughs> she's not great at too many other things. She wasn't a great sister. She wasn't a great daughter. No, she wasn't. Um, but I think again, I'm I'm she dying has a lot for of her baggage. Stories. You know, she she doesn't like her her birth sister Des. Mm-hmm. because when they were younger, the mother was an actress. <clears throat> That's me. where we come back to our movies. <laughs> yeah, the mother was an actress, and from time to time, she would haul the kids in to have little parts in her movies or whatever, and the one, the younger daughter has a real talent for acting, and when she was a child, she had her own TV show. Yeah. Oh, but she hated child? it. Oh. Yeah. She hated doing it. The older one, Allie wanted it so badly and she just had had no, she had no talent whatsoever she's a dud when it came to acting <laughs> she never forgave her sister yeah um, that's good and that was the root of all the strife and it just started from there mm-hmm. yeah um yes, that, that is the root of it yep i want to talk more about the theater because i found that such a wonderful element that really links all these women together um you know, uh, of course, the dad is our bad guy, but he actually wasn't all bad, and he really did he have was a just love. A coward. Yeah, he was just a coward, and I think that's also it, these characters are all very, very layered. But having said that, this theater is old; it's gorgeous. The detail, um, I think, the cover really is a nice little little hint to what you can imagine this theater would look like. And uh, you know, Marty, did you? Did you have a theater in mind in real life? I um, did. That oh, I did, and I can tell you what it was. <laughs> For years, we lived outside of Philadelphia in a little town called Lansdowne, mm-hmm. and they have a 1920s Art Deco movie theater that has been under renovation for as long as I can remember, mm-hmm. um, because it's really expensive, and this is money that had to be raised like from the community, and I don't think it's finished yet, but. I was on on the um, historic uh, one of the um, officers on the historical society, and we had gone through the uh, theater several times. It was just amazing. You, you know, you go to movie theaters now, and they're just they're they're comfortable, kind of but cutter. they're not glorious. Yeah, not as this, not as romantic. Oh my goodness! The the ceiling on this in this building is unbelievable it's so detailed now they are we moved away some years ago but i understand that they are doing some um some musical um events there now but Mm -hmm. uh this was and i lauren i think i mentioned this to you if you saw um the silver linings playbook oh yes oh uh, yes the scene there's a scene where jennifer lawrence and um Bradley Cooper are running down the, the middle of a street, mm-hmm. and they run past the theater. That's it. That's my Lansdowne Theater. Oh, oh how interesting. Wow. Isn't yeah. that cool? They needed an empty theater where they could have, um, like, people coming out in costume. Mm-hmm. They were doing, a, a, I think, a Halloween thing. Marty, that, I but. think I might have to have you write a piece about that in XO. For XOXO, yes, please. Y- exactly. I, I, I for totally about for, what I that the fact that the, the you can actually see the real Hudson Sisters Theater, the real Sugar House, uh, <laughs> in Silver Linings Playbook, um, okay. and we'll put it on XO because I, I, I forgot about that, and I, I knew it was real, but I totally forgot it was in a movie. It was. It's a block and a half from where I lived, and we had no idea that they were filming there. Oh, wow. so crazy! So the night that they were filming, if I had left my house. I would have probably run over one. <laughs> I know, right? Well, who doesn't want to see Bradley Cooper? 
Yum, yum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. And he's cute. <laughs> True. Um, I, I didn't hear. I didn't catch that. I was oh, going to say. We were, were just going back and forth on Bradley Cooper's attractiveness. Yeah. <laughs> were yeah, you Were you already like a movie buff and thus drawn to that theater? Or was it the uh, passing the building and seeing all that history that led you to to pursue it? That's exactly what it was. We It's a... Um, Lansing was a very, um, it's a small, it's like a squ- mile square, oh, very wow. small town, tons of old Victorian homes. We had a, an 1882, 1883 wow. a Victorian that we had renovated. It was a big old stone um, country house, that Victorian country lovely. house. Um, oh, ah, it was gorgeous I, when I, we were done. Yeah. But, of course, as soon as it was done, we renovated this darn thing for, like, 19 years. And when mm-hmm. it was done, it was, like, time to leave. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to, well, I wanted to do the kitchen over again because yeah. it was 19 years old at that point. It was the first thing we did. And my husband said, if you want a new kitchen, it's going to be in a different house because <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> that's where you raised the girls. Correct? Yes, that's where I raised the girls. And as a matter of fact, Lauren, you'll appreciate this. My youngest one and her boyfriend are looking at an old Victorian house this weekend. <gasps> Uh, is it near me? Please tell me it is. No, it's down here. Oh. <laughs> He's a university professor down here, so they're looking there. Near Philly. That's well, so... No, you we're, pr- we're, 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 we're not in Philly anymore. I forget that. Yeah, I forget that. I know. Everybody does. I, you'll always we're be the there for me. <laughs> well... We're in, we're in Amish land. I, that's oh, right. Cool. She's it. Please. The stories. I could talk to Marty all day. Um... But I love that this was really inspired. And again, I I really encourage everyone to go on the journey of the Hudson Sisters because this, as as the books go on, Mm -hmm. the renovation continues and you get to see all the the history and and really what went in and the time and and how they just don't make them like this anymore, girls. They just don't. So uh, make sure you all run out and get Last Chance Matinee. It's actually out next Tuesday, 321. Tuesday. I'm so excited. Yeah, so it will actually, by the time this goes up, it'll be on sale. There'll be no excuse not to run out and grab it. Oh, you'll love it. All right, well, that brings us to our Bernard Pivot. True Confessions. True bum, Confessions. Bum, bum. So I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions and give me uh, the first thing that pops in your head. First up. Okay. Sweet or salty? Mm, can I have a little bit of both? Yeah. That's actually, I would say you're the first bold enough to ask for it. So I'm a little of both now that I think about it. And you're mostly well, salty. I, salty. I know. I know. I'm, <laughs> you know. Mountain or beach? Mm, another toughie, but I'm going to have to go with the beach, I That's think. That's my girl. Heels or flats? Oh, flats, please. <laughs> <laughs> paper or ebook? Oh, paper. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Favorite road trip food? Hmm. Not a food, but I, whenever we went anywhere together, I always had my kids still tease me about this. My grand boys say it now. I always have to have a cool drink. Ah. Mm-hmm. And now my, my even my little grandsons were like three and five are like, oh, we need a cool drink for this drive. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> we need a cute. cool drink. A cool That's drink. adorable. Um, what word would you ban from the English language? Uh, you know, there were a lot of them. <laughs> one of them I can't say. Ah. <laughs> But I would, um, you, you can use your imagination on that. I, I can. <laughs> I can. Women. Um, um, n- name one turn off and one turn on of yours. Turn off. Oh, people who have no sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. The and biggest then, turn on, humor. Ah, <laughs> yep. Make me laugh and I'm yours, honey. I love it. <laughs> Um, give me one task that you would pay someone for the rest of your life to do. Train my dogs to not bark. Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. That is perfect. That really and is. Lauren, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yes. I, I, Marty would be like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, eh, I don't care. Your, your dogs are, are recidivists in the barking. Uh, yeah. My barking dogs. Brain. I have two rest big rescue dogs and I have my my oldest daughter's little puggle <laughs> oh what's a puggle she has, a, she has three little oh, baby boys 
And um, the the dog barks every time she hears something. Uh-oh. So mm-hmm. my daughter said, would you just take the dog because my kids can't sleep? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. no. So we have that she is little. She has the biggest mouth you could imagine. And this really loud, shrill bark. Ugh. Beagles are talkers. So I was just going to yes. say, I yes. lived with a beagle once. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Lola. Lola. Lola I had a beagle named Jupe. Uh, that was a, my roommate's barkers. dog. That thing, it was cutest little thing you ever saw, but it was like the laziest little piggy who never shut up. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, get rid of Jupe. That's all they do is eat and bark, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, the, well, the when problem... These go, when these three go outside, our, <gasps> our backyard slopes down to <laughs> uh, an old country road. We, it's all fenced in. Mm. But there's two, three Amish farms down the road. So the buggies are going back and oh, forth all yeah. the time. So they the must buggies. bark at the buggies. They mm-hmm. must bark at those big dogs pulling the wagons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when the three of them start barking, it's like three-part harmony because <laughs> the dog, one is like real high and shrill. And then we have a, a coon hound who has oh. that baying oh. voice. And then my Bowie, my big boy, has like really deep, oh. rough bark. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the middle of the night must be right. the worst. <laughs> well, there is Caesar Milan. Yeah. We've got his number somewhere. <laughs> um, and last but not least, what is your favorite romantic movie? Marty? I'm thinking. Oh, <laughs> I was like, it's, an, a, it's a serious question <laughs> that needs this, thought. It is. I oh, gosh, I don't know. I, you know, I don't watch a lot of romantic movies. <laughs> it can be in your distant past. It could even be a classic. Why don't we just talk about classics? Fair enough. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Well, what I'll say is this. I love, I mean, most of my favorite movies are... Not romantic. Like my favorite movie, two favorite movies are Ghostbusters and <laughs> Forrest Gump. Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> That's great. And by the way, I stopped on Forrest Gump just like three nights ago and I watched it until I fell asleep because you just always can stop on Forrest Gump. True. My, uh, that's my husband. He, is, he must have watched this movie 80 times. Oh, I love it. But if he's, if he's channel surfing and he sees it, he's, he's got to watch mm-hmm. it. The same way with, with Ghostbusters. <laughs> I hear you. Well, actually, your last question is it's this. romantic in a way. <laughs> what, it, what constitutes a classic movie? Um, like, is it, how old does it have to be? I don't. I don't think age is the issue. I think it has to be something that is just um, iconic. Something that I like that answer. Uh, um, well, uh, Ghostbusters is a classic. Yes, movie. Mm-hmm. there's nothing else like it, and it ha- it has stood the test it's of time. time. It's a thirty year old movie, thirty something, I think. Oh, that's um, crazy. But I still, know it still makes me laugh as much when I see it now as I did the first time I first saw it. Step. I think Bill Murray is a genius. Mm-hmm. We all do. Comedic genius. I love him. Uh, so the movie always makes me laugh. Uh, Forrest Gump is another one. There's nothing else like that movie. I hear you. Uh, Gone with the Wind. Oh. Uh, with well, the that, groundbreaker. That 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 came up in our earlier yeah. discussion. We, we we had a hard time deciding because it was one of those things where. What is a classic? What is not? And I'm more of your school. What What is something that's seminal to me? What means a lot to me? And what is you know? Stands but I think th- maybe Marty hit on it where she where she said it makes you the Ghostbusters makes you laugh today just like it did 30 years ago. So maybe it is those movies that can elicit the same reaction from you that you had when you were seeing it for the very first time. Yes, 100. Uh, percent It's a classic. Okay. Well, I I. I encourage all of our listeners to go out and get Last Chance Matinee. It'll be a book you'll come back to again and again. I promise. It's by Mariah Stewart and it's out next Tuesday, March 21st. Mariah, thank you so much for joining us today. We it loved was my pleasure. It was fun. We loved having you. Talk I soon. Love ha- I, lo- I love you having me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast. Uh, welcome back, listeners. Uh, 
we just had Mariah Stewart on. I love her. That was great. I can't wait to read Last Chance Matinee. Oh, I'm, I've been drooling so, over the cover for ages. It's so, so good. And I actually forgot that it was, she was inspired by, uh, or it, her her inspirational theater um, was actually yeah. featured in Last Chance. And her family history. So oh, amazing. Please. Yeah, so that was How great. good was that? That was really pretty great. It's better than any soap opera. And I was thinking back to Juliet Fay, who we've also had on the podcast. Oh, I and I was Juliet. like, well, now we know what goes on on those vaudeville tours. Exactly. <laughs> A lot of hanky panky. Mm. Um, so I think we should jump into our game. Yes. We brought our fabulous, fabulous producer, uh, Diana, on to give us a quiz, I believe. Um, who can guess the right movie? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. This will be a little bit um, rapid fire. Okay. All right. Do we just shout out if we know? Yes. Okay. Okay. This is um, an easy one. This insurance worker lends his upper west Double side indemnity. Apartment to his company boss. Rear window. Oh, no, no, it's about affairs. Rear. They all have affairs in the apartment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's called. It's the apartment. Yes. No? Oh, the apartment. Yeah. yeah. Did you say Abby it? said it? Ah, yeah. oh, yeah. darn yeah. it. Wrong. Next one for Abby. Um, I haven't seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen it? No, I've okay. never seen it either. Um, I haven't either. Okay, here we go. Um, a pampered socialite tries to get out from under her father's thumb and falls in love with a roguish reporter. Oh, it's um, the the one where she puts her leg out to hitchhike. With um, or it's Philadelphia. It story. happened one night. It yeah. happened one night. It happened oh, one very night. nice. Nice. I like that one. All right, one and one next. Um, a paleontologist in a number of Bringing predicaments. Up yep. <laughs> I, I, I got stuck on Jurassic Park and I was like, that's not it. All right, two and one. Um, well, if anyone doesn't know, it involves a scatterbrained woman and a leopard named Baby. Yes. I love it. Yes. Have you not seen Bringing Up Baby? No. Which is why I'm losing. And the leopard keeps <laughs> wanting to steal the dinosaur bone. I so. don't know it. Okay. Um, after religious spinster's missionary brother is killed in World War One, dissolute steamer captain offers her safe passage. This is the Bogart, African nun. Queen. African, oh, African Queen. Queen. Okay. So Damn I think Abby won. But I said Bogart first. <laughs> Doesn't okay. matter. I did, I lost two, and I've seen more than Abby. Mm. I know. I've seen none of these movies. Yeah, you're just very smart. Actually, I saw part of African Queen, but it had leeches. Mm. Well, everyone should see The Apartment. I love that movie. Oh, I've oh, never no. seen it. Excellent. Okay, we'll add it to the day. Billy Wilder, best picture. This day is going to be a week long at the rate I know, right? <laughs> We're going to have to watch Well, Diana has to give us her votes of what we need to see on our day of Yeah, do you movies. have some favorite classics, Diana? Oh, um, well, we kind of went over them in the break, but I love Guys and Dolls. Oh, yeah, that's right, which I've never seen. Yes, also producer Pat was like, how did we not talk about Guys and Dolls? Yeah, Sabrina is my favorite, but I do love Roman Holiday, too. Oh, I've never seen Roman Holiday, either. Um, And I do like um, Birdman from Alcatraz. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Stranger. Weird. Dark, <laughs> but I like it. Sad, but I really like it. All right, back to our game. Um, what do we, oh, Abby's counting Abby us. won. I believe the end of the game was that I won. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. So, I guess, well, That's since it. I got zero, I'll be buying. Correct. <laughs> and now we break into the song of drinking. Exactly. <laughs> In case, like, oh, Hold on, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> 42 barrels of beer. Well, 42 <laughs> okay. barrels. We don't have that kind of time. <laughs> exactly. Well, it is St. Patty's Day. That's very true. We'll go drink our beer. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Mariah Stewart. Go out and get Last Chance Matinee. And remember, um, check out our site, XOXO After Dark. And now remember, <laughs> the best thing. Oh, the best conversations. Man, someone's been on vacation. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the best conversations happen, happen after, after dark. dark.